So let's go back to we're talking about chinuch primarily. We're still talking about chinuch of little children, and I want to talk about something which is a a, a, a big question between people concerned themselves experts on the topic. Let's look at both sides of the question, and that is: uh, Is it good to talk to a little child and? Try and give them motivation that, that when you grow up, you're going to become the best. You're going to be the, the champion. You're going to be the expert. And we're going to call in our world. It's good to encourage little kids. You know, you're going to grow up to be a god ladar, to be a major poisek or a sheshev or whatever it is. Or is there something negative about uh, feeding a child with maybe what's likely to be unrealistic expectations? In other words, is it when you when you try to motivate somebody, you're not talking about an older person now, or we're talking about even an older child, we're talking about a little child. So should the motivation be you're going to be the best? Or you're going to be good, but okay, you know, let's not uh, get too much of an inflated imagination, let's not try to aim too high. Is that, what's the right thing to do? And like I said, in the non-Jewish world of child psychology, it's something, whatever they consider the best in their frame of reference, is it they debate the point, is it better for a child or worse for a child? On the one hand, they say it's better because you, may, you have confidence in them and it gives them more you know, faith in their own abilities. They think they can be the best and whatever it is. On the other hand, maybe it creates pressure and maybe it creates a certain letdown that they don't feel they're being there. And the point is debated. I'm not getting involved in the world of non-Jewish psychology, but what I want to talk about is what's negative to us. What's negative to us in, in our world, and if you want to you know, impress our little children what we would like them to be in life, what you want them to achieve, so should we also shoot for the, the highest? And uh, so of course, one day when you grow up, you're going to be a, a god ladder, you're going to be a major tzaddik, you're going to be whatever it is, or no? They know that we put the bar at, then you're going to be a tamil chacham, you're going to be someone who keeps telling us properly, well, what's the right thing to do? So I want to start with a story, one of my favorite stories, about Kiveg, I've told it before. And that is that one time Rabbi Kivega uh, was traveling to a certain town. And in those days, when the Godel comes to town, so then the Nyad of is the Torah. So the Rav and the, of the town they announced that in the time Rabbi Kivega comes, everyone has to stop working, put on your Shabbos clothes, and line the street of the main entrance to the town so that everyone will be there to greet a Godel when he comes into town. As should be done. So the day arrives, and the whole town is lining the streets, uh, they're waiting for the wagon putting Rebekah to show up. Eventually it does, and Rebekah steps down the wagon, and then obviously with the proper procedure, the ground covers, so the rubber the, on the, to the yanim of the town, they go forward to be the first ones uh, to wish Rebekah Shalom Aleichem, whatever else is watching. And just after then, where everyone still is maintaining a respectful distance, some lady from the side of the show standing, she grabs a little boy, one year old kid, and she like runs up to him, standing in the middle of the, of the middle of the street with the, the bottom of the town, and she says, "Rabbi, please, there's no one chance. Uh, give my son a bracha." So he asks, uh, "What does he need a bracha for?" So he says to him, "Rabbi, give him a bracha, and when he grows up, he should be another Rabbi Kivega. So I think the bottom was taken aback by the bracha. But they're even more taken aback by Rebekah's answer. And he said to her, he said, 
That's what you want for your child? No. So he said, when I was a little boy, my mother used to daven that she should have a son like the Vilna God. So, so she wasn't Zaycha, but she got somewhere. Why, do you, why is all you want Rabbi Kivega? And it tells us a, a, it's a nice story, but it tells us an important message, not just about Rabbi Kivega, it's another. There's another point also. And that is that you see that just push it, that for a Jewish parent, what they want for their child is the best, is the highest. And of course, in the Rukhivegas door, the Musag of the Godlad door was the God. In the next door, the Musag of the God was the Rukhivegas. It drops, it's true. But that's, what a, a, what, that's the right expectation for a Jewish parent to daven for. Masnach should grow up to be the greatest he can be. Now, so we have a, let's call it a, a, a story which already gives us an answer to the question, but we need to explain it. We need to explain it. Why isn't it something which is necessarily putting too much pressure on a child, or why isn't it something which is going to make him feel guilt if he doesn't accomplish enough, or he's going to feel that it's uh, too difficult, the expectation? So the MS is because the, there's two fundamental differences. There's two fundamental differences between, uh, let's say, the way that we look at what achievement and greatness, and the way that maybe it will be discussed in, in the outside world of psychology as, as what's looked to in other societies or other people as being achievements. And the first one is, and this is the partial one, and that is that in other societies, so what it looks to achieve is how much you can achieve. If you're in the world of sports, and then success is the, the best athlete, the fastest runner, the strongest weightlifter, whatever it's going to be, so success is what a person can achieve himself. And therefore that's the case. If a person isn't able, he isn't able. So if a child doesn't necessarily have athletic build or the, or the strong enough muscles, you know, he might try very hard, but it's, it's not going to be matzlir. He, he can't do it. And therefore it would be unfair to push a child who doesn't have the tools, who doesn't have the ability in a certain area to excel in that area. You can't. And if children are still small, therefore we don't yet know what their abilities are. So then it's true. Creating an expectation that when you grab, this is what I want you to be, and then one sees he can't be that, so then it's creating, an, uh, uh, so to speak, uh, inevitable disappointment, inevitable letter. But we know that this is the Yisad. It's the first Yisad which is going to get to Chinuch, but it's the Yisad which is going to get to us too. And that is when it comes to Torah, there's no such thing. It's kind of like the Gemara says in Kedush, the Torah is Menachas Bukharin Zavis, which means it's Merasha Kedaz Yaakov, it's open to everybody. There's no predicting who's going to be successful in Torah. There's no people who are more predisposed to Atzlach in Torah, or people who, because they're more Balisechel, or because they, whatever other qualities you're going to say they have naturally, means that they're therefore uh, natural, so to speak, uh, success stories, and other people aren't. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. And uh, the, the only requirements for success in Torah are basically what the past success. And that is Hashem Yitin And what's going to cause Hashem to be nice in Chachma is either a person's mysterious nefesh, or a person's effort, or a person's asmada, or a person's mitzvah, whatever it's going to be, which are the factors which cause the Kodesh Baruch to give him the Chachma, because that's the only way they're going to get it. And yes, I've, I've, I've heard this from Revolver uh, 30 years ago, maybe. But I heard it from other Shashiva since then, and 
over the course of time, one sees that it's true. And uh, I remember then, when I was a Bacha just on Yeshiva Gdaida, and Revolver told us, he said that Bacha knew to the Yeshiva, they look around the Shia, and they see the boys who are much more bright, and the boys who have good memories, and the boys who naturally have more of an analytic mind, and therefore they're bigger than him. And they're convinced these are the guys who are going to be you know, the, the future of the Chachamim. He said, Rabbi said, it's not true. It's not true. It's not totally on Kesha, and it's not totally on Lamdus, and it's not totally on uh, you know, natural talent. That's not what's going to make you successful in the long run. What's going to make you successful is your Shemaim and your Asmad. And uh, I can't say Nara Yisiva Gamza Kanti, but I can say that with the 30 years hindsight, he's 100% right. The people who we would have chosen then as being the brightest ones in the Shia, the, the guys who were the geniuses, the people who had the best minds, love Dafku and Matzlech and And the people who were more Matzlech and when it's not that well, were the people who put in more effort they were bigger masmidim and therefore there's no talent that a person says naturally he's a, you know, he's, he's a given success in this area and therefore a person who's lacking that talent well he doesn't stand a chance it doesn't work like that but there it's totally on people who are matzliach and uh, because HaKadosh Baruch gave them matzliach and they got matzliach because of the effort they put in there was once a story as you know the Chaznish Meshitza held that everyone is the Shalzah Sunnah. He held that uh, in today's world, after, for he had a number of reasons why, but in today's world after the Holocaust, even in Europe, there were only a few people said that most people were working in whatever professions they could find. But he held that today we have to rebuild the Olam HaTorah, and therefore we should make a system that everybody is going to be in Yeshiva, which is pretty much the way that he set up the system in Yeshiva. And people used to come and argue with him about it the whole time. And he used to say, I understand for the Balikishan, and for the guys who have very good minds, okay, so put them in, they keep them learning, they'll become the next generation's Rosh Hashivas and Dayanim or whatever it's going to be, Rabbanim. But everybody else, why are you making a system for all the people who aren't naturally talented? Yeah, they, those aren't the ones you want long term anyway, let them go and work. And Chazanish always said the same answer. And he said, How do you know who's going to be the Rosh Hashiva of the next star? So, what, you call his brats now? That's not a roof to anything. And he said, there's a certain, about a certain Rosh Hashiva in Europe, we all learned his farim. He said, he remembers learning with him when he was much younger. And Pasha, he asked him Taichin or Rashi on the Chumash, because he couldn't understand what Rashi was talking about. And yet, he developed to become someone who's farim, on his everywhere. So he said, it's true, we want the, we want the future Rosh Hashivas, the future Poiskim, the future Gdalim. How do you know who they're going to be? Where you gonna, who you gonna, who, what's the acceptance test for Godless? It's not Talian Kishan, and it's not Talian natural talent, it's Talian Siyat Dishmaya. So why did Kuru would not set up the Shiva Stadium? They couldn't afford to. People wouldn't have food to eat. So there wasn't a, there wasn't a Mahalach where they could uh, make such a system work. But whatever the case is, so that therefore, to tell any Jewish child, you could be the future God Ladar, number one, it's true. It's true. It's not like you're misjudging the child's potential, it's true. And therefore, like we said, the first problem is psychologically, you're doing a child a disservice to say that he can become something he can't. It's just going to, it's just an inevitable letdown. When it comes to Torah, there's no inevitable letdown. He could. He could. Everybody has that potential. They always bring a raya, and it's a well-known raya, that the Shulchanach Paskins, that a Jewish child isn't allowed to to nurse from a non-Jewish woman. Even though human milk isn't a uh, trait, 
But nevertheless, a Jewish child shouldn't learn from a non-Jewish woman, and they bring a raya from Moshe Rabbeinu. What's the raya? That uh, Basi tried to find an Egyptian woman to nurse him, he refused to nurse from them until they were born with his own mother, and he agreed to nurse. And uh, everyone else, what's the raya from Moshe? The Chazal said the reason. The Chazal said the reason that Moshe wouldn't nurse from a Goyish woman is because Pesh also the Davim Mashkina, which should be time and Davim also. And therefore, Moshe uh, is an exception. As a Pesh also the Davim Mashkina. Someone would later on talk to Hashem, he has to be on a high level. Why is it a halacha for everybody? And the Poiskim answer, because every Jewish child could be a Pesh also the Davim Mashkina. Every Jewish child could achieve and be Zechah to that level. We can't be Nevim today, but the ability to talk Torah and talk Kiddush, speak Dvar Hashem, is not to everybody. And therefore, we have to treat each child as he potentially could do that. And therefore, to ruin his chances from the beginning by giving him milk from a non-Jewish woman, possibly destroying his family, could have become great. And therefore, you understand what I'm saying. It's not just that, is there an Indian to, to push your children? You can be Matzliach, 100%. But besides for that, to decide that this child is not going to be Matzliach, and therefore, why waste my time with him? Is Pasha doing him with the service? He could be. He could be Matzliach. And if you don't be given the opportunity to try, you don't give him the chance to do it, so then you're ruining his opportunities. He could be Matzliach. The Torah is available. That's the first result. That's the first result. And therefore, the, the question of, are you falsely giving somebody hope where there isn't any, or making him try to aspire to something he can never become, doesn't apply to Torah and doesn't apply to Tzitkus either. If you say about somebody, you can be a Tzadik. You can be an, uh, a great person. That's also true. It's there for everybody. There's no person who's more naturally predisposed to becoming a tzaddik. And yes, people have bad midas. Well, everybody has bad midas. And everybody has to work on their midas. It's just a question of which, who's challenged by which midas. But that's a person, human challenge, and everybody can be matzliach. HaKadosh Baruch Hu made the recipe for success possible to everybody. You just have to work on it. So therefore, the first point is, are you, are you unfairly, so to speak, uh, giving your child an expectation which you can't achieve? No, you're not. Now, coming back to our story, to tell a child you're going to be the Vilnagon doesn't really work. Because you're not talking about being a god, you're talking about being a certain, copying a certain person who we can't really relate to. How would we describe what the Vilnagon was? Someone you call a Tarakula, someone who was on such a high level. It's, it's, it's an unrealistic expectation because you can't even define what it is. But the idea is that you can become a god in your door just like he was in his. That's what we for sure can do. And not only can we do, and here we get to our second step. The Rambam says, in the Chashuv, you can look it up in Perakhtas, a person is mechuyev to do that. A person is mechuyev to say, Masa yagiyu ma'asai, or to ma'asai voisai. Or he says over there, is biyad, it's a shus in the sun of the Adam to decide what to be in life, and therefore every person can choose to be a tzaddik like Moshe. Not a novi like Moshe, that's impossible, but a tzaddik like Moshe. Nashna Rambam. Everybody can choose to be a tzaddik like Moshe. Which means, obviously, we're not going to be Moshe, we're not going to take the Jews out of Egypt or bring us the Torah. Okay, that was uniquely Moshe's job. But as, as, as much as he was a tzaddik by doing what Hashem wanted him to do, we can be a tzaddik on our level too. And therefore, is it wrong to push our children? You can do it? For sure it's not wrong. I don't know, they're meant to. We want them to do that. That's the first point. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. What you're saying is right. And obviously, we want to talk about that also, and that is, uh, you have to help your child achieve uh, achieve what he can achieve. But we're still talking about little children who are not yet in, in a system. What they what they could dream of, of, of about being or becoming one day, 
I don't know. They can. They can achieve. They can be tzaddikim. They can achieve a lot. Can they not just seek it for some famous? I mean, was they not just... No, we have to explain what we mean. You can be a tzaddik. You can be someone who knows the whole Torah. I mean, if they... Shouldn't we be giving them a message that even if no one knows about it? I didn't say they're going to become public figures. We're talking about somebody who we respect not because of his publicity. We respect him because of his godless. And you could do that too. You could do that too. And Obviously, uh, we're not going to be in that, we're not holding that stage right now, but how do you deal with the subsequent failures that people might feel like if they don't get there? Okay, that's all the kids. And you have to see what to do with all the kids. We still talk about it. We're still talking about little kids. We're still talking about little kids, and we're still trying to push them that they can achieve and everything else. Now, that's the first point. The second point. The second point. That the expectation that to, we, we give a person to, to grow, to achieve, very often if there isn't that expectation, so the person doesn't feel he can, and if he doesn't feel he should, then he doesn't even try. He doesn't even try. When a person feels this is expected of you because you can, okay, then I'm willing to try. If you say, nah, it's too hard for you, yeah, then, uh, then give up. Then he will. He will, especially the person who he trusts knows him. And therefore, if a parent tells his child, no, you're not, you're not the kind of guy who's going to become a Tommy Chacham, it's okay. Yeah, don't, 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 don't try to hide it. Don't waste your time. You've, you've destroyed it for him. He's not going to try. But it's saying, if someone he respects, well, no, you can. For sure you can do it. Why not? I'm expecting you to. And that gives him the, the feeling, I can, and it'll give him the quality to succeed. It was one time in my life, I was there to talk to Rabbi Shach. It's called Nebracha. I was at this Bama Bamitzah, my father brought me especially to Eretz Yisrael to meet Rav Shach. And uh, when I came back years later for Yeshiva, he was still alive, Rav Shach, but I wasn't sure I had to speak to him anymore. But uh, I was years later, I, of course, I remember exactly the word for word discussion with Rav Shach, but I was misfile always about the, the godless. Even in a simple conversation with the Bamitzah boy, but the, the godless of Rav Shach's ability to talk to people. We went into the room. Okay, he asked me first of all, my name is where I'm from, where I'm learning. And then he asked me, do you want a bracha? Of course, where did I come from? Sure. So he gave me a very nice bracha. And then he said to me, do you want a bracha to me, So I said, yes. So he said, okay, so I'm going to make a deal with you. I'm telling you what to do, and if you do the bracha, we'll be I was inspired by the godless. Normally you got a bracha, gives you a bracha. Call to he gave you a bracha. No, no. You want the bra- You heard the bracha. You want the miskayim. Good. I want to give you something to do. And uh, that, that, so now you, you've given someone the, the biggest motivation in the world to do what you want. As you just heard what you gave him a bracha to for the, the bracha you gave him. And you want the bracha? Yes. You want the miskayim? Yes. Okay. That's what I'm going to tell you. Then you'll be miskayim. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Top. What do you want to do? So he said, I'm giving you this. I'm not saying exactly. So I'm giving you this amount of years to finish us. So you're now thirteen. I'm giving you, I'm not telling you what you said, but I'll give you this amount of years to finish us. Do that, you want the bracha to miska. Did you Yes. And you can be sure that day, the minute I came out of his room, I was already being with Mechash, but how are you going to do it? How many years? That's a koyach. That's a koyach. But not just a koyach in giving brachas, a koyach in chinuch. A koyach in chinuch. You used to have bracha, you want him to be matzlech. You want to give them the motivation to be matzlech? But you want to tell them, you can do it. 
He didn't tell me to do it next month. He didn't tell me even to do it in a year. Right? He gave me something which he thought was fair to do. I said, do it. You can do it. And you want the motivation? I gave you the bracha. You want the miskaim? That's up to you. Okay. That was a tremendous, a tremendous lesson. Only a later, years later, regardless of it. But as a rule in Chinuch, it's a tremendous thing. Which means, the fact that you tell somebody, I'm giving you kilo, a goal to achieve, means I'm being fair and I think you can achieve it. And I'm trying, relying on you. You can do it. It's something which is possible for you to do. Obviously, as a parent, I have to assess what I think is possible for my child to do. But the fact that, I, yes, I think you can do it. I, 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 I believe in you. I give you the, the, you know, the push. Go, try. You can be mitzlech. Is the best thing for somebody. Because that gives him somebody else's perspective that, who can see what it means, and you can see I can get there. Remember, for me, we have never learned chess before. Think, what does it mean to learn chess? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't know how big it is. I don't know how hard it is. But for someone who's learned chess and knows chess, he says, I know, I can see you, and I can see what the goal and I can see you can do it. So I, I'm telling you, do it. I can tell you can be in Siyah. That gives a person a tremendous push, tremendous ability to do. And I'm just giving chess as an example, but it could be other things also. It could be other things also. The fact that you tell your children, you can become whatever it is, because I know you can do it. Now, the truth is, every Jewish child can do it, because that's the Siyah Dishmai aspect. But the fact that the child hears the parents saying that I'm diving, I'm hoping that this is what you're going to become because I know you can, is the confidence that the child needs to try. As someone who believes he's able to. Someone who believes he's able to. One of the concepts, the only factor, but a big factor in people who look back at like why they gave up, so to speak, any, 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 any uh, attempt to achieve anything in Ruchnius, if you put it into simple words, I mean, they'll say it in different stories, but the underlying message always was, no one ever believed in it. No one ever thought there could be Maslech. They always looked at it as the low Maslech, as the guy who doesn't understand anything, as not worth investing in him, he's a waste of time anyway. And just get him out of the class and leave everyone else be Maslech. People like that, no one ever thought there could be Maslech. So they gave up. They gave up. And sometimes, it's only much later in life, when they met the person who actually does think that they have a, has potential, and is willing to push that, and is willing to try and you know, give them the the, the, the to, to to achieve, and they will, and they will, because like we said before, there's no there's no way to predict Mirosh who's going to be matlich. There's no tool that you can see in a little kid and say this is a synonym of success. The synonym of success in Torah and Yiddishkeit is Anisiyat Dishmaya, and it's completely telling what a person does. And therefore, what you can do, and that's the only thing we can do in this area, is to push our children to try. To push our children to put in the effort. And what's going to take said is, I know you can do it. I know you can be matzlech. If you just tried, you'd see you'd be matzlech. Then it'll work, because those are the tools that a person needs to get the Tziyad Dishmai. And the fact that if you can tell him that, I could see you one day as a big Rosh Hashiv, if that's what he wants to be. I could see you as whatever it is. It's true, he could be. There's nothing stopping him. There's nothing stopping him. He could be. If, 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 if. Again, I'm going to ask you for first. I've had some right now talking with little children. Little children, it's nothing practical yet what they have to do. They're still small. But they have in their mind, this is what I'm going to be one day. This is what I could be one day, the shefa. And the shefa, I don't have to cut back on the shefa. Because there isn't, there's, there's no reason to do that. He could be great. He could be great. Now, at what stage do we say it's too late? Give up. You know, so I'm talking to an older child. And so listen, no, you know, no, there's never too late to give up. And we keep it started at 40. But 
the one thing is always uh, uh, when you're talking to an older child then it comes like with the if you could be great if you would learn you could know so much if you would do Chazor which means you could but it's not going to happen by itself you could but it's not going to happen by itself for a little child they, don't, they aren't actually doing it yet so then I just want to push the Shefer I just want to say one day you're going to be great one day you're going to be a big Tzadik one day you'll be a big Tzadik right now they, 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 should, they should just know what, we, what the expectation is or what the direction is or what they could become one day but when all the child is already Bishar's Maisa so then for sure we don't take it away from him but now there's what he has to do You will. Why not? Why not? I can tell you. I can tell you. I can tell you, I can tell you that, as you know, that uh, we used to bring Rebbe Shine into the yeshiva to speak. I don't know if you're still there in the yeshiva then, right? And he used to come and say that until he finished high school at 18, he didn't know, he didn't open the Gemara. He was in a public high school in Pittsburgh. It was only at 18 when he first came to Torah as he started to learn, and he became one of the leading Rosh Hashivas. So it's starting pretty late. And there's no, there's no reason why a person can't. Because again, it's true he doesn't have the background, and it's true he doesn't have the time before that. But if right now a person's going to sit and work and try, and it's, and from, starting from that, he'll get to see Adishma. Why is there I'm not putting pressure by saying you have to learn this amount a day and this amount of if you learn how much, if you learn properly, if you don't waste time, if you want to achieve, you can achieve. Now the question is how to work that in a person's seder hayyim and how to make it happen. Then you're right. I can't be too demanding of what a person is able to do, and I can't push a person more than their abilities. But they don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. The query is as long as a person is not is doing what he's meant to do, he'll be matzliach. They won't. They do the right thing, they'll be matzliach. Okay, but if we're talking about the kid who doesn't want to disappoint his parents and they're not asking him something impossible to do, so then that gives them motivation to try. Let's see, you do it, and I'll finish with this. The stapler, when he was as, as God led there, so it's brought in the for Archus of Valley, that obviously all of the Mitzvah boys used to come to get a bracha in the stapler. And every single every single bar mitzvah, and it's written by Zgabar, that you could have said to go into the same drasha a number of times a day. To every bar came in for those bar mitzvah, you still eat on the same thing. He said that, do you want to be a Talmud Chacham? Obviously, yes. So he said, what you have to do is, you have to learn during storm, sleep when you went to sleep, eat when you went to eat, and die when you went to die. You don't have to kill yourself and not eat and not sleep and everything. Whatever's hell, what you need to do, you need to do. But if you learn when you're meant to learn, you'll become a Zalmachach. That's not putting extra pressure. I'm not killing someone to do things that are very hard for them. You made a cheshman. He's a person who's eight hours sleep at night. He needs two hours a day to eat, whatever, having meals it is and snacks. Fine. He needs another two hours to daven, or prepare for davening, and get rest and that kind of thing. Say it. So we're taking off 12 hours. So 12 hours left. Learn 12 hours, you'll become a Zalmachach. And you said, was again, we don't want to push someone to do the impossible. You can't be a Tamil Chacham if you learn Yom Avilayla. You can't be a Tamil Chacham if you fast and don't sleep. No. No. When a person is able to do, but do it. But do it. Because that's the, that's the key for success. And the reason is, is because, and this is another last point, and that is, in a different setting, maybe the way to excel is you have to, so to speak, over-exceed. You have to, if you want to become a, the top best athlete, you have to kill yourself. You have to do beyond everybody else to try and be the, the best and the strongest and the fastest. In Torah, it's a 
And if a person does what they're meant to do, they'll get the Sihat You don't have to kill yourself for that. You don't have to just do more than you're physically capable of doing. And therefore, the Shif is there. The Shif is not just gets a direction, it gives the push to try. And if a person is willing to try, so then there'll be Matsiyah as well.